your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to a Tuesday of Lacrosse Talk PM. You want to get in here? Now's the time to do it. Actually, this whole hour, unless Cheryl Hancock texts me back and says she wants to come on. Because I will gladly have her on. They have an event coming up Saturday, and I think Brad will talk a little bit about it with uh, and talk to Cheryl earlier today. It's called Operation Deal and Heal at the Cooley Recovery Center. Cheryl's the executive director there. Um, the, the events to help the military compu- community deal with deal with and heal from the emotions surrounding the recent situation in Afghanistan. So uh, a whole day of things lined up, and that'll be on wisdomnews.com uh, soon, I would guess. I think Brad's working on it. He's working on it. He talked to He went over there uh, earlier today. Um, JNA committee meeting tonight. It's committee week. There's committees all the time, but it's it's we call it committee week here because the two big committees uh, happen tonight and Thursday. The JNA, the Judiciary and Administration Committee meets tonight, and they're gonna go over a whole bunch of things. Uh, some not so interesting, others always interesting until we have finally a decision, and maybe things are done. But that Fish Labs building. Uh, has been on the agenda a couple of times now. The Fish Labs building in North, on the north side of Riverside Park, the north end there, and they have uh, they've remodeled it. I think they've put in around a half a million dollars in remodeling it, and then the group that's going to come in is going to add to that total and make it some kind of event center. I've heard like a something with weddings. Airbnb in the second floor, a beer garden. There's a couple of pictures at wisdomnews.com if you want to see what it might look like. The back of this building, this other, I think there's two buildings over there. So there used to be, it's fall now, so this everything's kind of dying, but there's that garden back there, right? So I don't know if they would tear that up. I'm, I'm not exactly sure where this picture is as in, in regards to where that garden is, but uh, looks pretty pretty cool from the from the pictures, but any artist can make it look cool. Um, but that's one of the one of the things on the JNA agenda tonight. If you want to get into that meeting, it's the let me, let me look. If you go to wisdomnews.com, it's the second story, and you'll see the Fish Labs building as the main picture. And there's links there to get into the meeting online, or if you want to go down to the Southside Neighborhood Center, it's at 6 p.m. You got to show up a little early, so if you're in your car now, maybe head that way. Stop, grab something to eat, and then head over there. But uh, you got to show up a little early if you want to speak publicly on any of the issues taking place. And if you want to speak publicly on these issues now, you can call 608-785-7914. It is kind of a funny, we've, we've discussed this multiple times with the Fish Labs building, and there's a couple other buildings, or to-be buildings, or wanna-be buildings. There's a couple of plots of land that aren't buildings yet that are that are up for essentially zoning changes so they can be built or taken down or, or, or whatnot. And it's funny because nobody wants the buildings where they live, but then everywhere else they're like, yeah, that's fine. So no big deal. If, if you want to build an apartment complex by the Y, I don't care. If I lived in lacrosse, not by the Y, not by the apartment complex, where or the uh, you know alleged not alleged but the 
well, it's not going to happen now, but if there was going to be an apartment complex there, I, and I didn't live near there, I'd be like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I live on the South side. I live way up on the North side. I don't care. Build, build the apartment complex, but the people in that neighborhood don't want it because it's just a bunch of more people in that area, a bunch of more cars parked there. Traffic's apparently already bad on King street, even though there's two traffic circles there and we want to put speed bumps. Um, so Uh, it's always the same deal with the fish labs building, right? The people that live near Riverside park. And this one's the hardest one to, to walk the line on because we live by Riverside park, but they don't want a fish labs building to be converted into some kind of event center because there's just going to be more people and traffic and parking and hooligans, hooligans drinking. There'll be more of that. I don't know how much more because we're already at Riverside Park. Maybe we should get rid of the uh, the big boats and everything else. Maybe they should petition for that. But there was a lot of people that signed a petition. And by a lot, I mean like 30 or 50, something like that, uh, signed a, peti- a petition essentially saying we don't want the event center there because parking, loudness, vagrants, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, that's always, always kind of interesting how – the city has to handle that stuff because it's going to be good for the city to have something go in that fish labs building. What goes there, what works best there. We don't know. It is a kind of interesting too, that we spent a half million dollars updating that building before we know exactly what it's going to be. But I think the updates were pretty generic, so to speak, but still, if a company wants to come in and, and remodel that fish labs building into what they want the business to look like, let them let them do all the updates. Maybe city approves them, but let them do let let them do do them all. Uh, Eric from Sparta weighing in. Eric, go ahead. You're on the air. You suck. Thank you. Okay. Very productive. I guess we probably won't take calls from Eric from Sparta anymore. It's very mature, Eric. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you want to voice your opinion, uh, maybe maybe a little more in depth as to why I suck. That's fine. But, uh, yeah. Um, a couple other things on the JNA agenda. Uh, we're, we're changing terminology to, let me see here. Let me get it. Boathouse and houseboat and licensing for the city. I don't know exactly how big a deal this is, but, and I'm not exactly sure which one we're axing out of the ordinance, but to, to get your license renewed on your houseboat or your, Boathouse, the one of them won't be part of the ordinance anymore, and I don't know if that changes any anything for people that own one or the other. I can't remember which one. I didn't I didn't link it, and I'd have to download th- at least two PDFs to get there, which will take me all the break. Uh, but if you have a houseboat, I think, or a boathouse, one or the other, you might not be able to get a license, or we'll see. Just a just a little resolution changing the ordinance there. I don't know if it's a big deal or not, but for somebody that has one or the other, they might be interested in that. Might be interested in paying attention to the JNA meeting tonight. Uh, and then the city plan commission is is going to take over as a steering committee for what Lacrosse will look like over the next twenty years. Uh, that was on there. The city's redistricting plans. That's in the JNA meeting tonight. A resolution about Afghan evacuees or refugees. That's in there tonight. Uh, the King Street Apartments uh, by the Y. Bethany Lutheran Homes wants to build another building. Build a building, right? 
Um, yeah, so there's a bunch of things on there we could talk about. And, and I want to talk about alternate side parking a little bit when we come back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk at text line if you want to get in here. 608-785-7914. Trying to find... I know the Brewers play Friday, and we have the time now of the game. If you want to go to this game, you can. It's Friday. It's the first game of the series. Let's see. Is this going to be the Friday game? It's going to be a different game. No, it's going to be the Monday game. So we've got a bus trip going to the Monday game. And I want to make sure. Do the Brewers really start on Friday? Should have looked this up before. Oh, i got to go to playoffs. Come on, ESPN. But the uh, we've got a bus trip going to the Monday game. If you want to get in there, uh, radiostuffstore.com is where you'll find it. Uh, let's see here. Game tickets on the Johnsonville Party Deck, which include food and beverages, brats, sauerkraut, hot dogs, grilled sirloin burgers, chicken tenders, seasonal salads, mac and cheese, chips, cookies. Oh, my gosh. I might want to go to this. Uh, each ticket comes with two complimentary beers, <laughs> uh, Molson Coors products. Uh, the buffet begins 60 minutes prior to the first pitch, so you could be all sleepy by the time the game starts because you will have eaten everything in sight. Uh, there's TVs up there, so if you don't want to watch the game at the game, you can watch high-definition TVs. Uh, the bus is going to leave the, the Valley View Mall near Texas Roadhouse at 11 a.m., and that's October 9th. So October 9th is Saturday. Why did I say October 11th? I don't know why I did that. So October 9th, 11 a.m., Saturday game, Brewers, Braves, the old Brewers, the Milwaukee Braves, 11 a.m., Texas Roadhouse, all you can eat, oh my gosh, 185 bucks for the trip, bus trip down there, get you back to town too as well, of course, depending on how long the game takes, we'll never know because it's baseball, uh, so that's at RadioStuffStore.com, uh, if I go to Radio Stuff Store's homepage, it's pretty self-explanatory, yeah, it's the first thing on there, NLDS, Game 2, Game 2, the Brewers and the Braves. Pretty exciting. I, I, I'm a little scared for the Brewers because they, they're limping into the playoffs a little bit. But they also clinched the division. But this is always kind of the thing. Is If you want to go down the sports road here for a minute because I'm a sports junkie. Uh, the Brewers, they were swept by the Dodgers. They were swept by the Cardinals a couple of weeks ago. So they've lost 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 of 14 games to end the season. But they also in there clinched the division and didn't need to win any more games because they already had this spot against the Braves wrapped up. But there is something to say about momentum, I think, even though it's baseball and every game is, is, is itself, right? There's, I feel like there's a little bit of momentum there. And now we're playing the Braves team that's, that they've gone 3-3 three and three against this year. They didn't have Christian Yelch for any of those games. But I don't know. I'm a little nervous, but that's just I'm, – I'm kind of a pessimist too. And the Brewers also lost their best, their second best. I guess is Devin Williams their best reliever or their second best reliever? Would you say Josh Hader is their best reliever because he's just the, the do everything guy in the bullpen? But Devin Williams, uh, they called it celebrating the uh, clinching the division. He punched a wall and broke his hand. But uh, there are some reports out there that it wasn't probably wasn't celebrating. I don't know how many of y'all celebrate by punching a wall. Uh, may have been some uh, other factors involved there, but. Anyway, if you want to, you want to tell me if you're nervous about the Brewers, I'm all for it. But Grant Bills is also talking about that on WKTY. Uh, 
over there if you want to download the WKTY app and, and listen to him, too, from 4 to 6 p.m. I, I suggest at 4 p.m. you listen to Grant rant and rave about the Brewers and the Packers, and then you come over here listen to me to rant and rave about alternate side parking in the Fish Labs building. All right, so, uh, yeah, getting the alternate side parking, that's coming up, right? That uh, begins in November, November 15th, but it doesn't actually begin now, right? We've changed the game and alternate side parking a little bit slowly baby steps because we pushed it to november 15th at one point right because i think it started november 1st so we baby stepped to that because it knows because it's climate change it doesn't snow here anymore uh it doesn't snow until christmas so now it we don't have alternate side parking enacted until we get two inches of snowfall so everybody's out there with their tape measure checking oh it's one and three quarter inches i don't know maybe i should shovel and uh once it hits two inches of snow after november 15th then alternate side parking begins. And it's kind of a goofy concept, right? Because that snow could be gone. It could be pushed away. But after that, we always have to have alternate side parking. It could be 85 degrees after November 15th. I bet it happens. I don't know. 85 might be a little high. But 70? Could we hit a 70-degree day? Some weird day in November? Um, Still might be high. But we've pushed that back. So now the the City Plan Commission, I believe, it might have been Neighborhood Revitalization Commission. So there's all these meetings. Seriously, there's 75 meetings every every month. It's, it's impossible to keep up. But Brad Williams does a pretty good job watching all these meetings. God bless him. Uh, but the Neighborhood Revitalization Commission meeting met yesterday. And a city council member named Chris Woodard, he's a rookie, just got elected. But hey, how do you get elected as a city council member every term? You just say you don't want alternate side parking. I'm pretty sure everybody's in, in agreement there. Does anybody in the city want alternate side parking? Is anybody for it? But he said uh, yesterday, let's get rid of it. Let's go back to this uh, snow emergency plan. And we're about we're about a month away from you know starting to have to think about this. And and maybe I'm I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but this is what happened yesterday. And Chris Woodard is getting on top of this before the thing happened. So he's just like, yeah, let's throw it out. Let's get rid of alternate side parking even though we've just did this two-inch thing. We haven't even really gotten into that. Uh, I don't even know if we we officially did that last year. Maybe he just enacted it. But uh, just said, let's get rid of it, go back to the snow emergency plan. Well, the snow emergency plan, if you remember, was a bit confusing. I don't know how you notify people that there is a quote-unquote snow emergency. I guess look out your window, and if it's snowing... But, I mean, people aren't, we're not stupid, right? So if the snow emergency, I don't know the, the, the defined rules of what it would mean to have a snow emergency, but we tried this a couple of years ago with Tim Cabot as mayor. And part of the deal was that for 24 hours, you couldn't park on the streets at all, I think is how that went, which seems also not great, not productive. How are you going to, where are you going to park? <laughs> what do you do? Uh, all day, so so the plows could get in and and remove all the snow. But it's like, how how long does that last? Where do people park then if they can't? If there's a snow emergency, do we allow people to just park in our yards? It's hard to park in your yards because your yards are probably covered in snow. You park in the alley? Well, that doesn't work either. So going to a snow emergency, I'm not sure that works either. But alternate side parking. You know, this is this is a great way to get reelected as a city council member, and it's not like his term is up; he just started. Uh, but he's going to become popular if he wants to if he wants to do away with alternate side parking. 
Uh, number three is calling in. Number three, you got any good ideas here for the parking, the snow parking situation? Yeah, that's why we have guys like you giving us weather on the sixes every ten minutes. Well, no, that's not. No, that's haze. I don't do weather at all. Look out your window. I don't have any windows in here. So, I, well, I do technically, but it goes to the hallway. Kind of cloudy out. <laughs> yeah, a little humid for me today. I don't know. Yes, it is. I'm pretty picky. Though. I tell you. I've lived here all my life, and I think the way it went last year was all right, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, the two-inch thing, after two yeah. inches. Yeah. I mean, it's not the worst, but I would say, like, if the snow is gone a couple of days later, can we go back to no alternate side parking until we have another two-inch? But then how do you notify everybody? That's what I mean. Not everybody listens to your weather report every 10 minutes. See? <laughs> Yeah, 18 times an hour. My case in the morning. <laughs> so, I mean, not everybody can listen to your show. Yeah. So, I mean, to warn people it's going to snow, and then sometimes, you know, they'll say 100% chance of four inches of snow tonight, and it don't snow. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was don't. in the snow business removing it for 23 years, so I know how that stuff goes. You always know how many years you're doing things. You know, I couldn't tell you how many years I've been a journalist. I'd have to think about it for more than a minute. Oh, no. Well, I got a good memory. See, I'm a Norwegian. Okay. Well, I, I don't. I don't think I have a very Everything's good Everything's gone except my mind yet. Sometimes I wonder about that. But well, you... I think if they just leave it the way it is last year, nobody died from it. So, I mean, let's just do it the way it is because otherwise everybody keeps getting confused. Right. I, yeah, there's there's that. I think uh, another another possibility would be just the police and the parking jeeps give us tickets, right? So if there's not really any dire need to plow the streets and Gary Podesky's on hold here, he's going to tell me that we need alternate side. I know what he's going to say, but um, if there's not any dire need to plow the streets because it hasn't snowed and we've got them pretty clean, then maybe just don't give anyone tickets. And that's probably what they're doing, but I'm not so sure. Here's another thing, though. We need that money for the police department for the parking. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's we a thing. The, we need the money because, you know, those parking ramps are very expensive, so we need a little bit of seed to keep those in, in uh, production, too. Otherwise, they're going to get wore out. Well, we haven't, we, we haven't implemented a new parking ramp system in a while. Maybe we should pay another half million dollars and do a new oh, kind no, of parking ramp. No, no, don't talk that way because they're having meetings down there tonight. Somebody might hear you and they'll get an idea. We could do the gates again. The gates were always fun for the show because somebody always tried to karate chop the gates on a Friday night at 2 I in like, the morning. I like to see that. Then they got smart and started making them out of one by sixes. Or yeah, something. for sure. That took them long enough. them got too expensive. Well, let, let Gary tell you. Yeah. He knows all about it. Yeah, all right. I'll bring Gary on. Thanks, number three. All right, Gary. Oh, Gary hung up on me. Hey, you know, you know. Uh, well, there he is. Okay, Gary's back. Did I hang up on you, Gary? I don't think I did. Hey, Rick. How are you? I'm good. Did I hang up on you? How did that work? I'm curious. Oh, I know. I just it, it's been ringing the whole time. He didn't hang up. Oh, okay. Sometimes you know who's on hold now. Eric from Sparta. What do you think? Should I bring him on? <laughs> bring him on. What the heck? Bring him on. <laughs> Uh, I think you guys are confused. If I remember right, that two-inch deal, Newmeister and and that and I can't remember if Chris Kalo co-sponsored, but that didn't go into effect till this year or the very end of last year. Last year yeah. was still alternate side. No, part. that's and that's what I thought but too. I don't even think we we might have just started doing that because it didn't snow till like December. 
Right. The mayor ended alternate side parking a few weeks early when it was nicer. He put a hold on it until he said unless there was going to be a snowstorm. But here's part of the problem with with everything. Where Chris lives, I think Chris is going to be a good alderman. He's a young guy. He's got you know great ideas. I love his energy, and there's nothing wrong with trying stuff. But when I first got on council, Rick, they had just ended that experiment where the area over by the university, they were on a strict snow emergency area because there was so many cars with the students. It failed colossal. It was a colossal fail. Okay. They tried it for two or three years, and then they were getting calls from people in that area. There was snow out in the middle of both sides of the streets out there because cars just weren't being moved. Yeah. They tried to do that in Eau Claire for three years. It was a colossal, again, failure. And when Eau Claire brought it back in, they're stricter than heck now. They go, I believe it's November 1st till the end of um, April. I'm pretty sure it's end of April or middle April because they had so many problems trying to do that. And also over where Chris lives, he's by the hospital there. Those streets, if you go around right now, Rick, I've been riding around looking, especially like over where Oktoberfest was, the party in the, in the college area. There's a lot of leaves on the street right now that are not going to get swept up without that November. I mean, they're not going to have the November alternate side parking. But I told Scott and them, you know, I said, I'll go along and vote for this for you guys because I'm getting off council. I'm not going to get the calls. <laughs> but, Rick, you mark my word, in the next couple of years, you ride around town and you look at these streets, they're already, they're, gonna, they're just getting, it's going to be a mess between snow in the streets and leaves going into the sewers. We can't, we can't afford infrastructure right now in the city of La Crosse. And all these leaves and dirt and debris that's going to go into the sewers, it's just going to cause problems. All right, Gary. So, thanks. yes, I was never a big fan of alternate side parking. I'm the one that pushed my whole time on council to reduce it. Yeah. But you do need a few months of alternate side parking. Yeah, I hear you. Gary, thanks. I got to I gotta let you go. I got to get the Scott's comment in the news. We'll continue this conversation when we come back. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Have you noticed on 2nd Street in front of the Lacrosse Center, there's not really, they're not really speed bumps, but they're just like speed bubbles. No, I don't know. I don't know what to call them. They're kind of speed bumps. They're a little bit longer. You can go over them pretty fast unless you have a really low car. But if you have a 25-year-old truck, you can, you can go over them without really paying attention and going, whoa, what was that? Uh, but they just built those um, outside the lacrosse center just down 2nd Street. There's two of them. Wonder if that'll happen more often, or if I'm just wondering if that's just because obviously there's an event center right there, and a lot of people cross the road. Other places we see the, uh, like West Avenue by the college, we have the lights where the pedestrians hit the button, and in front of Gunderson too, right? The the Gunderson, uh, the nurse lights I call them, in front of Mayo too on on uh, uh, Market Street, where they uh, no, there's not one there. I can't, but in. In front of Mayo, you you slow down if there's pedestrians in the road because there's all kinds of signs that say, "Do not hit the nurses." Um, all right, so so yeah, in front of the lacrosse center, there's these uh, little elongated speed bumps that uh, I wonder if they'll. And just curious, I don't know how annoying they would be if they put them all over the place. But when we talk about temporary speed bumps on King Street a couple weeks ago, uh, these things might might help a little bit. I don't know. All right, Eric, you're back. Go ahead. Yes, I want to apologize for what I said earlier. I'm, I 
follow rules right. Constructive criticism that was not constructive criticism, <laughs> and I sincerely apologize, and I'm sorry. Fair enough. Is that it? All right. Thanks, Eric. Uh, yeah, only constructive criticism. Like the guy says to begin the show, you can only call and offer me constructive criticism. Eric calling and just saying I suck. It doesn't help. I just don't know how I suck. So um, thanks, Eric. Thanks for the apology. Hey, Senator Brad Paff in Wisconsin, a Wisconsin state senator is running for Congress, right? He's looking to take over Ron Kine's seat. Um, he could have told us this last week when he was on. I think he was on last week, Wednesday. And I'm going to have Jill Billings on tomorrow. And I'm also talking to Charlie Barons, the Manitowoc Minute guy. I'm talking to him eventually here, too. I, I'm, I'm not exactly sure when I'll play that interview, uh, but I'm excited to talk to, to him. So look forward to that. But uh, I had I did have PATH on last week. Be the, just the the way the the state senate and the way the state legislature is running, we just kind of we vented a little bit about how everything is going. But he's bailing, man. He's out. He's going to go run for Congress at two years into his Senate term, which seems a little. Is it too soon? I mean, or is it the great the perfect opportunity to try to to run? Because obviously nobody is. It's an open seat, right? Ron Kind isn't running for re-election. And uh, so it's an open seat. But PATH did put out a video, and it's it's funny to a degree. And if you go to wisdomnews.com, you could see it. It's it's a little funny, and it's probably better to watch, but it's still it's it's still produced pretty well that, that, that plays over the radio. And, and he takes a little he takes a couple of jabs and he makes a couple of jokes, and I just want to play it's a minute long, but here here's Brad PATH's uh, announcing that he's running for Congress to take Ron Kind's seat. And we'll get back to the alternate side parking in a minute. Life was a little different when I grew up on a farm. We saved our pitchforks for lifting hay, not for storming Congress. And the only conspiracy we feared was that our cows were planning a breakout. Look, times are tough. And if you want a representative who will go burn Washington to the ground, there's a guy for you. But I'm running to fix the problems families actually face, like finding a good paying job. Healthcare costs that can cause a bad break to break the bank. Internet that disappears as soon as you leave the city limits. And that feeling that you get that it's people and places like this that are getting overlooked and left behind. I'm Brad Path, and I'm running for Congress to stop that from ever happening to you or your family. And that's something that will never change. All right, Brad, after this, you're going to have to pay for those ads. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of funny. It is the conspiracy about the cows uh, that they're the only conspiracy they had is, is that they they're going to break out, <laughs> break out of the pasture or whatever. Um, and not what cow farts. Is that the conspiracy or are we talking just all kinds of conspiracies there? Um, yeah, pretty. I thought it was pretty funny. And he takes a he takes a jab at Derek Van Orden. Derek Van Orden did also put out a statement, probably saw that ad and was a little perturbed at what Paff had said there. Uh, taking it to jab at him. Derek Van Orden is, is running for Congress as well as the Republican. So far, that's the only Republican running. Uh, Brett Knutson is um, a Democrat also running for, for the Democrat, obviously the Democratic side against PAF at this point. Um, but Van Orden, uh, he's, he put out a statement. Let me see if I can find it here. Um, he said that uh, another generic Pelosi-approved Democrat candidate entered the race for Wisconsin's 3rd District and added that whoever is nominated to run as the Democrat in this race would undoubtedly be just another Pelosi-approved rubber stamp for her radical agenda. (sighs) 
yeah. I mean, that's not as funny, Derek. You got to be funnier. Um, the you can't at- he, there's no attacking Ron Khan anymore, so we can only go after Joe Biden. Obviously, Republicans don't like Joe Biden, and probably more Republicans don't like Nancy Pelosi, and maybe a lot of Democrats just because she's like a rich old lady in California, right? How did you get so rich? And uh, Nancy Pelosi is not even going to be the House Speaker next term. So there's this not really, can't really be a Pelosi puppet if she's not the House Speaker. And it's just comical that that that's where you go with that. I mean, nothing to attack uh, Brad Paff with at this point. You just gotta, you gotta, you gotta link him to Nancy Pelosi, who is sort of disliked. Also, a female leading the House of Representatives, like kind of a, a a milestone for women, right? But no, she's she's a jerk. She's a she's she's got pawns and she's running the show, and she has a quote unquote radical agenda. So uh, can't go after Brad Paff at this point. But Brad Paff went after Derek Van Orden for being at the January six riots, uh, for maybe using campaign funds to send himself to those riots. Uh, that that was in a, a Daily Beast article. I'll admit Daily Beast is pretty out there in terms of a left leaning <laughs> it's it's probably a left tipped over instead of leaning it's tipped over um all right so so there's that but uh Derek Van Orden did announce yesterday too that he's raised over a million dollars in the third quarter to, in the race and then the other republican that had run announced that they're not in no they they announced this last month it just uh I was told this yesterday but uh she announced last month that she can't remain in the race because she didn't raise or spend $5,000. She didn't meet the campaign requirements, which seems very just kind of ludicrous. Like you, because you didn't spend or raise $5,000 for your campaign, therefore you don't get to run for Congress. Meanwhile, Derek Van Orden's raised a million dollars. We need to fix this, right? We need to fix this stupid money in politics. Everybody should get the, the cap on being able to give money to a politician should be like $15 and you get to pick and you can give $15 to as many politicians as you want, right? Like just unlimited $15. But the, the, the idea that it's 10,000, 5,000, whatever, whatever the, the limit is, they're all different. Uh, nobody, nobody can afford that. <laughs> nobody, nobody that like no regular person can afford that. But 15, eh, I want to give $15 to Brad Paff. Everybody on the same field, this level the playing field, $15. That's how it should work. Maybe $20, $20. $20 seems a little rich. I don't know if I want to give a politician more than $20. $15. Let's limit it there. All right, we're going to be back. Uh, I got all alternate side parking, and we'll see what else. All right. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I had to take a minute there. I was chewing on an apple. I, uh... Got an apple, looked at it, and went. I did the whole wipe it on my shirt thing because you got to you got to quote unquote wash the apple, right? I just kind of wonder is that is that how we're all washing apples still, or are we like soap and water in the sink, or at least just water? But no, I'm still doing this shirt. Should I be Should I be worried? Should I be maybe doing a little bit more than wiping it on my shirt? It's a clean shirt, so before you all rip on me for having a dirty shirt or something, it's a clean shirt. I just got it out of the closet. Uh, but yeah, I just thought, yeah, maybe how many pesticides are on this apple that my shirt isn't going to take off? 
Uh, we we talked mo- we talked earlier in the show about alternate side parking. Oh, and Gail Gail texted in at five thirty eight, so twelve minutes ago. Traffic going north on Highway sixteen is crawling. A three car crash. She said. The problem here, Gail, is you're not telling me exactly where. North on sixteen. So like north of, just like give me a give me a landmark there. Where is the crash? But I appreciate the tax. It's just like a, so anyone just thinking about going north on Highway 16 in the area, uh, there was a three-car crash 12 minutes ago. Traffic wasn't moving. It's probably still not moving. Uh, Sam texted in because we were talking about alternate side parking. Want to do away with it. Chris Woodard on the city council talked in the neighborhood revitalization committee meeting yesterday about just getting rid of it, going back to the snow emergency. And... Uh, Gary Podesky, former city council member, Lacrosse County board member, said hey, we still need alternate side parking because it's not just about snow; it's about leaves. As we see, you know, every time it rains, it floods in the city now, and that might be because there's leaves in the deal. But uh, there's just there's the the leaf we, we're not clearing the leaves good enough, and they're getting into the roads. So the alternate side parking is for the street sweepers and maybe the leaf vacuum guy to come around and pick up leaves as well. So it's not just about snow because it doesn't always snow that much. Uh, Ryan texted in, the crash is just past Viterbo's ball field. So out on Highway 16 by the Viterbo fields, just past that going north is a three-car crash, and the cars are not moving. Ryan, why didn't you text this to me earlier? I feel like you missed out. But I appreciate you telling us where. Uh, So avoid Highway 16 by the Viterbo fields. Uh, Looks like there's a crash there. Uh, hopefully everybody is okay. Um, one more thing: October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so I'm I'm being told that I need to wear pink on Fridays. I have one pink shirt, and I don't like wearing it just because I don't I don't know it's pink. <laughs> it just feels weird. But we'll see if I remember. the The problem here is, will I remember to wear pink on Fridays? Uh, this past year posed a challenge to uh, just about everything, including a de- decrease in screenings and early detection. So. Breast Cancer Awareness Month is this month. Go get those annual visits. Schedule those visits. Uh, God, I've seen some TV shows where they where, where men get breast cancer as well. And they kind of, uh, the guy is embarrassed, obviously, because he has breast cancer, right? Like, what? Um, but I, I guess so men probably get screened. I haven't been to the doctor in forever. I don't know. I, I do talk about the, uh, the other thing I need to get screened, but. Uh, colonoscopy-wise, I just don't want to do it. Um, but Real Men Wear Pink with Barachos, Olsen Solar, and Wisdom. So just a reminder out there. Uh, oh, Ryan can't text and drive, and he was going south. So thank you, though. I really appreciate uh, everybody sending me those updates, especially when people are driving home from work, traffic. So Highway 16 headed north. Um, but, yeah, I'm getting back to the text from Sam. He said the snow emergency works well in the Twin Cities. So there's no alternate side parking, but there's snow emergencies. Do they have trees in the Twin Cities? No, I'm just kidding. Twin Cities pretty, pretty green out there. Uh, but he said it would be, it would be up to the city and the weather service to notify the media and the public when there's this 24-hour snow emergency. Uh, text, radio, TV, internet. Uh, just, I, I'm pretty sure we all are are in tune enough to get notified somehow, right? Like get on an email thing or a text thing or. Uh, you're you're watching, you know, when, when you're watching the NBA Finals and the Bucks are about to win an NBA championship, and you're you're watching one of the local TV stations, and there's a weather situation, a thunderstorm happening, and they put a map of Wisconsin 
on the screen that takes up three quarters of the screen and you can't see Giannis dribbling at the top of the key because there's a thunderstorm in uh, Monroe County that has a lot of wind. (laughs) And you're just like, come on. But I guess at the bottom of the screen, it could be a case, no emergency. I, I did text Sam back and I was like, what about, you know, the old lady that doesn't use a computer, doesn't have a smartphone, phone, isn't consuming any media. I don't know what, but this old lady also wouldn't be shoveling her driveway. Somebody would be hopefully doing that for her, right? Um, but man, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how, uh, so, the, probably consuming some sort of media that you would get notified. Or you could even get like a, have the city uh, automated phone call or something, but um, I don't think any old ladies. Maybe I would say there's some, but I would say some of the some of the kids in the neighborhood should go and, and shovel her her driveway, right? Um, all right, what else did I have? I thought, but the, the snow emergency. But Sam says it works well in the Twin Cities. But where do where does everyone park when there's a snow emergency? Then nobody, nobody, you know, if you have too many cars, I guess a lot. Does, everybody has a driveway, right? Does everyone have a driveway? Can you park in the alley? I guess I don't know. Is that a dilemma? What happens downtown? Everyone's got to get in the ramps. Where does everyone park? Can we just park in the empty parking lots in the city and hope that nobody tickets us? Because, come on. It's no emergency. It's an emergency. Um, All right. I think that's all I got today. Tomorrow, like I said, Jill Billings is going to come on. We could talk. I don't know. What should we talk about? The, The state of the Wisconsin legislature again? See what she's working on, too. Um, this the one more time. This JNA, this Judiciary and Administration meeting happens in four minutes. You can hop on wisdomnews.com. There's a link there. Just go under the first picture. There's a link there where you can watch the meeting. Might be interesting to watch the, these zoning things that are that are and aren't happening with the Fish Labs building. Are we going to make the Fish Labs an event center? Are we going to uh, give Bethany Lutheran Homes a, a rezone so that they can build another four-story building? And uh, there's that property out by the Y on King Street that is no longer going to be an apartment building. He changed it so many times. Kevin Biondo trying to appease the city council and the city committees, and uh, nobody ever bit. So he's not going to put an apartment building in there. Uh, That's in the Washburn neighborhood. I remember Brad telling me a stat that like 80% of the Washburn neighborhood is rentals, something like that. I don't remember. I'm going to have to ask Chris Kahlo and city council what that percentage is because I thought it was 70 or 80%. And if it's 70 or 80%, that seems ridiculously high. And I probably wouldn't want apartment buildings there. Maybe put a condo there and sell it. So two people can own uh, property and own a home. Cause that's what we need, right? We need people to be able to own homes, affordable ones, not billion dollar ones. All right. That's all the time I have. Thanks everybody for listening.